Talking to people can be hard, and getting them to listen can be even more difficult. But what if there was one thing you could do that would instantly make your conversations better? And what if that one thing were clearly pointed out in Scripture? That's what we're going to talk about today. Let's get into it. Welcome to Faith in Real Life, where we talk about the truths of the Bible that are relevant to your life and faith. We were formerly SYA Dalton, but we have been invited to put this podcast and videocast on churchwide platforms so that it can benefit adults of all ages. Mm-hmm. So my name is Obi, and I'm the pastor to single adults and men at First Baptist O'Fallon. And uh, we have the treat today of having Bryson McGuire with us. What's up? Hey, uh, it's a little confusing because I know you're the student pastor. Right. But uh, you're wearing an awesome SYA shirt. Well, I figured I would be here to support, kind of give you some encouragement along the way. I so. appreciate that. You're Especially very welcome. We changed it from SYA Dalting, and so, hey, we got to... You got to keep something, right? Got to give a shout out to our SYA. So, uh, I don't know, Bryson, if you've been watching the podcast or listening to it. I uh, have. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows if he's telling the truth, uh, but... Uh, We've been talking about, really, we've been going through a book called uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Mm -hmm. a guy named Dale Carnegie, and we're taking those concepts in that book and seeing really what biblical truths are in there. It's not the Bible, but we want to evaluate anything we read really through our Christian worldview. And so there's a lot of good practical things in there, and what I've found as I've gone through it is that a lot of them are also in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're concepts that really he had to have gotten from the Bible, I feel. Yeah. Um, and so in the first week, we talked about not criticizing, complaining, right? Mm-hmm. If you want if you want friends, then if you just project that negative aura all the time, then it's that's not the best way. That's right. not the best strategy. And then uh, the second week, we talked about being genuinely interested in other people. Mm-hmm. And then when you're interested in them, you build them up, offer them sincere appreciation, encouragement, those types of things. So mm-hmm. if week one, don't be negative. Week two is then be positive with them, right? right? To to really care about them, not just offer insincere flattery, mm-hmm. uh, but to offer sincere appreciation. And then last week we talked about being kind. You yeah. know, just being uh, a a good person when they when they greet you. Um, if uh, the first person or first thing a person sees when they talk to you is someone who just looks kind of grouchy, yeah. uh, just looks like you're always down, always in a bad mood, mm-hmm. um, then there could be some. <laughs> reasons why you're having difficulty having friends. And so this week we're um, talking kind of on those same lines, but we're talking about conversations because Mm -hmm. a lot of times people have, um, they they may want friends and they may be willing to be nice and they're like, I'm not grouchy, but maybe they're just shy or maybe Mm -hmm. they're just um, nervous about having that conversation. I don't know what to talk about or yeah. or maybe conversations just don't go smooth for them. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to talk about today is really how to get better at that. Yeah. How to how to take those next steps of conversation. And so it all begins with I have James 119 written down. Uh, it says, "My dear brothers and sisters, understand this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger." 
So that's the passage that we're kind of centering this conversation around this concept of being a better conversationalist. Of course, James 1.19 has a whole context of its own, Mm -hmm. but he says everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. And of course, James being one of the most practical books of the Bible, Mm -hmm. um, this is just good advice for anyone. Um, And so let's start there. We're going to start with listening. So I wanted to ask you about how can listening affect our ability to have conversations. What do yeah, you think? Absolutely. Well, first off, thank you for having me on here. It's mm-hmm. fun to sit and talk and uh, have this conversation. So when when you asked me that question, right, um, you know, when I thought I was thinking about that, how can listening affect our ability to have uh, conversations? You know, I think a lot of times we we talk a lot, but we don't really listen. And the way I see it, imagine you have two people, right? We're just sitting here having this conversation, but I'm only hearing my part and you're only hearing your part. It's like you have two people talking to themselves, right? Right. You're just going round and round in circles. There's words being exchanged, but nothing's really happening. And um, excuse me, one of the big things I think that affects um, our ability or how listening affects our ability to have conversations is really um, conversations bring growth, right? The ability to listen Hmm. brings growth. You have a perspective on things that I may not have. You have experiences that I don't share. You have a background and knowledge and all kinds of different things, right? But if I only hear me, if I only hear my thoughts, if I only hear my perspective, then I'm not really growing. Now, that doesn't mean everything that someone else says is right, right? We got to look at the Word of God, make sure it aligns with the Word. But ultimately, having conversations, listening and listening well Mm. is going to help us grow as a person, I think. Yeah, that's good stuff. And uh, to both your points, really, that first one, just thinking about um, it's almost oftentimes like two people just having that conversation by themselves. I think that's such a true thing really for all of us um, and this uh, I had this quote by a guy named James Peterson he wrote a book called why don't we listen better I had to uh, I say I had to I read that in seminary as part of a pastoral counseling class and it says this um, whether it is one-upping a story right we ever yeah (laughs) you ever have a conversation like that where you're like oh I told this awesome story and the very first thing someone else says is oh, I got a story that's better. They're right. not going to say it that way, but that's what they do. And so sure. immediately it makes you feel like, oh, my story wasn't that important. Mm-hmm. And if I say they do that, sometimes we all do right. that, right? Absolutely. So one-upping, uh, a one-upping story, defending ourselves, oh, right? Yeah. So if if that's my initial reaction, someone comes to me with something, I automatically get on the defensive. right? Um, and, and so I'm not listening to them. It is me just... I'm having a conversation. I'm talking at them. Mm-hmm. They're talking at me. Right. No one's talking to. It's like there's a brick wall right there. You're just talking to it. Right. And yeah. you could shout as loud as you want. It's not getting through. Right. Um, so it says, or any number of combative style discussions, the typical conversation has become a battle for control mm. rather than an exchange of words, ideas, and harmony with each other. So that's I think good. that's kind of your first yeah. point is that it's almost like a wrestling match mm-hmm. when we talk to people. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. And then to your second point about growing, one of my favorite leadership styles is a leader who will listen to other people. Mm-hmm. And no matter what position a person is is in, and even if they are the smartest person in the room, that doesn't mean they know everything that everyone in the room knows. Right. And so, man, it's just such a awesome thing to see a leader yeah. who will listen. And so why not the rest of us yeah. too? Well, when you listen to, right, you... 
you be you build relationships, right? When you share something personal with me, when you share that experience or perspective, again, I don't even have to agree with it. It doesn't have to be right necessarily, but it helps us connect as as mm. people, as individuals. It helps us build bonds and, and relationships with each other. But if all I'm doing is talking to myself, then I'm building a selfish, self-centered relationship. And, and that's not God-honoring. That's not Christ-centered. That's not what the Bible calls us to do and to be. And so right. I think that's just, I think it, listening is so important to our growth, personal yeah. growth. Amen. And so if I could challenge the listeners or viewers, whether you're watching a video cast or podcast, then it, it would be this. Because sometimes I think this happens out of a sincere motive. I think most of the time, it's not that we just I just want to think about me. I don't want to hear your story. That's really mm-hmm. not it. It's yeah. just we want other people to be interested in us. Yeah, we want to be heard. Yeah. I, so we, so we say these things and and one up these stories because we want other people to think we're good and mm-hmm. and exciting and and we want them to like us. Yeah. We want to have these friends. And so if I could say something to the audience, then it's to reflect on this: is when someone else is talking. Are you listening mm. or are you thinking about what you're about to say? That's good. Right? So so take that this time to just evaluate. That's the whole purpose of this podcast, video cast, is to really think about these biblical principles and how they apply, especially if you're someone who has difficulty having conversations. I think mm. we've all had instances where we had a conversation with someone. We just were like, man, that just connected really well. Yeah. We, we, we just seemed to hit it off. Odds are... They were a good listener. Probably, yeah. And they made you feel heard. Yeah. Right? So just taking that into our our friendships and uh, and our conversations. And if you're having trouble with relationships, whether it be a spouse, someone you're dating or interested in, Mm -hmm. or just family members, right? Just a brother, sister, whatever. Right. Are we good listeners? That's good. That's such a key part of communication. Absolutely. I I talk about this for... uh, for uh, marriage counseling, I say uh, communication because you always hear that as one of the principles of mm-hmm. of good marriages. Communication is a two way street. Mm-hmm. It is when we hear that we think, okay, well, I need to tell them what I think. <laughs> right. We don't think about the other side of that yeah. listening. We yeah. uh, we don't think of that. It's a transmit and a receive. Yeah. I need to transmit. I do mm-hmm. need to communicate, but I need to receive. Mm-hmm. I need to hear. So it's good. All right, anything else to add on that one? Nope, nothing more to add to that. All right, so the second question I wanted to ask you is, because this passage, I'm going to read the verse again. My dear brothers and sisters, understand this. Everyone should be quick to listen. Okay, we got that. Slow to speak. Okay, those kind of go together. Mm -hmm. You know, there's times maybe I need to bite my tongue and just hear a person out, uh, especially pastoral counseling. I think that uh, sometimes I'm ready to preach. I'm like, no, I need to listen. Yeah. But then it finishes by saying, and slow to anger. Mm. So how can anger or emotion sometimes affect our ability to listen? Yeah. So I think this is a really good question because really what it does is it challenges us to think is when we're angry, how do we hear things? And I think our emotions are really like a filter. It's the filter of how we perceive things, how we hear things. I mean, it's really even more than just how we hear. It's, it's just it's it's how we take things in, mm. right? So let me give you an example. So uh, my wife, uh, Sarah. So hey, Sarah, give you a shout out right there. Because she's going to watch it. she's going to watch this. And then she'll tell you about it. Exactly. Later. <laughs> um, but, you know, sometimes we, you know, we get into heated discussions, right? We're human. We fight. It happens from time to time. But when I go into a a conversation angry or when I'm upset or Mm. frustrated or anything like that, everything I hear at that point, I'm filtering it through that that frustration and anger. And it feels like an attack. Mm. 
So like you said earlier, like I automatically go to the defensive. Right. I automatically go into a protect mode and attack mode. And I think it's just so important because, you know, I, 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 right, the, the verse continues going on, right, and, and it talks about a righteous anger, but obviously that's not what we're talking about mm. right here. Right. Um, but it, it, it's, I don't think it's saying like it's, it's necessarily wrong to be angry, right? There's times where righteous anger takes place. The Bible says be angry and sin right. not, so it implies it's okay. But but what ultimately is anger going to produce in your conversations? Right. Anger often leads us away from our goals, right? If, if I'm in a fight with my wife or a friend or family member or whoever, and, and I go into a conversation angry, I'm not going to probably walk out with the goal of reconciliation. Right. I'm not, I mean, that may be my goal, but I'm not going to walk away with that being accomplished. Hmm. In fact, oftentimes anger pushes us further away from our goals of relationship, of reconciliation, of unity, of bonding, of friendship and family and all those kinds of things. And so my, my thought is, this is what I have to do sometimes. Honestly, it sounds super childish, but it works for me. Sometimes I just have to walk into a separate room I take like 10 deep breaths in. And there really is something about just pausing, reflecting. It, it, it you, you can like feel like the anger coming down. Mm. And then all of a sudden, right, that filter is removed. Now I feel calm. I feel at peace. So when I go to my wife or when I go to my friend or I go to that person, right, I'm now receiving what they're saying through the filter of, of peace and of a calm mind mm. and of the desire for reconciliation. Yeah. And I think some of the dangers with this is, you know, it could be a, a fight with someone's spouse or someone they're dating or mm-hmm. a best friend. Um, but it could also just be they have emotion from something else. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. So they could have had something else go on in their day mm-hmm. that just has any of us. Our emotion is just high. And so I'm ready to snap at anyone I see. Sure. Um, this guy who wrote uh, the book, Why Don't We Listen Better, he says this. He, he talked about our emotions when they're overflowing. Then when someone offends us or something happens, then we end up letting our emotions skew our thinking and we relate to people in a distorted manner relative to our own distortion. Mm. So to put that in plain English, um, when I'm feeling emotional and they come at me with something that really shouldn't have made me mad, but, I, but yeah. my emotion's overflowing, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to hear them and I'll have a distorted view of what they said, and then I'll relate back a distorted view. And mm-hmm. so it's like I'm spilling out my emotion on them, mm. and so then then they receive that, and then now maybe their emotion's high. Right. And so it's totally the opposite of how God would have us act toward one another. And so um, it's kind of just a, a thought of when I'm emotional, I really have to take the extra effort to listen, yeah. to pause, to, to pay attention. I had this one time where um, I had co- co-workers that were, um, this was before I was a pastor, and uh, but people knew I was a Christian, knew I uh, loved the Bible. And so they would oftentimes come to me about just discussions, religious mm-hmm. discussions. Well, they were in a heated debate, and I hadn't been part of it, so I didn't know how heated. And so they asked me this question, and I should have had like, sensors going off in my head like whoa why are they so upset yeah so i proceeded to give kind of what i considered a textbook answer mm. but it began with something that one of the sides just totally disagreed with mm. well i actually was going to come around and if i had been able to finish my answer i actually was going to agree with that person mm. but they didn't hear it yeah they just lit into me blew up stormed off and i was like whoa Right. What's happening? Right. And that's that's listening with anger. Yeah. Right? That's listening with emotion. So mm-hmm. when I see this passage, my dear brothers and sisters, understand this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, 
and slow to anger. There's just so much wisdom yeah. in these verses. Absolutely. Had another coworker one time that um, <laughs> he was sitting there, and we would just talk for a while, and he uh, <laughs> he told me a story. And then I was doing what we all do sometimes. I was thinking of my story I was yeah. about to tell. Well, <laughs> he finished his story, and I started to tell mine. And he actually turned around and started typing and kind of gave me the, uh-huh, uh-huh. Dang. And, <laughs> and so I felt like, oh, I listened to your whole story. Why aren't you listening yeah. to mine? And so all these instances become a... Um, a situation where we're trying to win the conversation as opposed mm-hmm. to just listening because I was in the wrong there too. I was yeah. thinking of my next story. Yeah. So uh, anything else to add on that one? You know, the only thing I would probably add to that is just, you know, thinking about the fact that James addresses it as brothers and sisters, right? We're talking, you know, specifically here to Christians too. Amen. And I think that's yeah. really important. Yep. You know, we live in such a divided world and it was divided before whatever happens happened, you know, whenever you're watching and listening to this. But We've already lived in a divided world, and the world that's divided needs a united church. Mm. And that doesn't mean as a church, as Christians, we always have to agree with each other, but we need to be willing to listen to each other, right? How is the world going to listen to the message of the gospel if us as Christians, brothers and sisters in Christ, can't even listen to each other? And I think that's just really important that Christians have to set the example. We have to set the standard. We can't expect the world to do this for us. We can't expect to follow the patterns and the customs of this world, we have to do what the Bible teaches and tells us. And listening and being slow to anger are just two of those things. Amen. And then also we kind of have that expectation of of biblical principles. We sometimes put that on the world and say, mm-hmm. well, why aren't they doing this? Yeah. The world is so sinful, and, and, and we think that way, and then we get angry. Right. And then we don't act Christ-like, mm-hmm. when really, if you were to take those two categories, who's supposed to act Christ-like? Right. It's us. It's us. And, and so, yeah, that's a good observation that brothers and sisters, brethren, um, that's who it's talking to. It's yeah. saying Christians be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow mm-hmm. to anger. So I kind of want to finish this off by just asking you if you had any ideas or tips for helping people listen better. Maybe someone's heard this and, and they're like, okay, I need to do Yeah, I do that when someone's talking. Even while Obi's talking right now, I'm thinking of a good story that yeah. I'll tell somebody, right? <laughs> uh, but but we do that or, or I get angry and, and sometimes I just... I, family member or whatever, they, yeah. they come to me with something and I'm just not in the mood for it. And I just... Yeah. I spill off my emotion. Well, what are some tips or ideas you have for helping people listen better? Yeah, absolutely. So just some really practical things that I wrote down that I try to do best I can. Um, right? There's, I think there's two ways that we listen a lot, right? In person and online. Hmm. Um, it's not just what we hear, it's, it's what we, we read. And so in person, and this can apply to online too, but ask questions, hmm. right? I think so often we are quick to assume and we're slow to ask. And so ask questions, ask for clarifying questions. What did you mean by that? Why did you say that? Why do you think that? Not in an attacking way or a judgmental way, mm-hmm. in a understanding way. And what's crazy is a lot of times what I found is when I don't understand what someone's saying, if I just pause and say, hang on, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. It shows I'm listening. It shows I care. They're not offended by that. In fact, they'll actually continue and they'll off, people will oftentimes be like, okay, maybe I didn't explain myself well there. Let me let me try to do this again. And I think that yeah. goes for your spouse, for your friends, maybe even for your kids. Just ask 
questions. And then Can on, I pause you there? Yeah, because, absolutely. Yeah, because I wanted to add to that. I think that's a great point. And it doesn't even have to be if they're angry. Mm-hmm. That's just if you want to get to know someone better, because th- that's the book I've been kind of going through is how to win friends and influence people. Yeah. If you just want to get someone to know someone better, you just need to be interested in them. Yeah. Right? How much more enjoyable is a conversation if you and I come to each other and I'm like, oh yeah, how's your family? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's going on in your life? And I just ask, and I'm sincerely interested, and I want to know about you. Right. Ask things that a person would care to answer, yeah. right? That they'd be that they'd enjoy answering, mm-hmm. as opposed to me just you hearing a story from you, and then I have that one-up story, or right. I think of something better that I want to sure. say. So for people who struggle with relationships, struggle with conversations, I think you're right on. Ask yeah. questions. Yeah. Ask questions of people. Yeah. Sorry, go no, ahead. No, no, you're two. good. No, absolutely. The second, so that's in person, but also let's talk about online, because not only are people watching and listening to this online, but you know we read things online hmm. all the time, every day, throughout the day. And, you know, while we all acknowledge the fact that Facebook and YouTube comments are the absolute worst thing ever, mm-hmm. we still find ourselves reading them. We still find ourselves commenting on these things. And so my thought, and this is what I do, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, emails, you know, whatever. I don't write letters, but you get my point. Um, you know, if you're writing a letter, whatever You do it is, write some letters. I do write some letters. But, you know, wait and pray before you post, mm-hmm. before you respond. You know, there's been times for me. I'll type up an email, right? And it's not an angry me email. I'm not mad or hateful or anything like that. Um, I'm just trying to respond to someone. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll often wait 30 minutes or so. Mm. I'll go back and reread it with fresh eyes. And I'm like, mm, that doesn't make sense. So let me clarify that. Or mm, that's probably not going to communicate well to them because that, that I can hear my tone and it's probably not going to come across well. Yeah. And so whether that's social media, you know, at work, you know, email, whatever it is, be a Christian example in your online world too. Um, wait and pray before you post, before you hit send. I had to delete an email today. <laughs> I had one all cooked up and I was like, mm, no, don't yep. do that. You're doing that out of frustration. Yep. Delete it. So, yep. um, yeah, I'm not telling you who it was too. Yeah, no, that's not, okay. it, it wasn't. It wasn't to me, was it? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> no, no, you probably comment. wouldn't have invited me on if it was. So, <laughs> um, but then just kind of the second tip I, I would give, um, right? Those that's how we listen. But also talking about the gospel, right? Um, talking about faith in real life. Um, you know, when we oftentimes, I think Christians have spiritual conversations with people, we do this really bad thing is I'm going to tell you about Jesus, but I'm not going to hear what you believe. Mm. I'm not going to hear your view, your perspective, because I'm right and you're wrong. Now, we believe that the gospel is truth. We mm. believe that, that the word of God is entirely, you know, um, infallible, right? We believe that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other way but through Jesus. We know that. We believe that. But they may not. And so just me saying, here's what you need to believe and not listening to them really right. doesn't help accomplish the, the mission of Christ, right. right? Again, you don't have to agree. You don't have to believe. You don't have to necessarily even accept what they're saying, but you need to listen to them, yeah. right? I always think about just the story about Jesus and the woman at the well. She's telling Jesus all of these different things, mm. and he doesn't just ignore her. He doesn't just judge her. He doesn't just pass her aside. He meets her where she's at in her conversation with him. And I think as Christians, we yeah. just we have to step up. Right. We have to do a better job at listening to people, what they believe, so that we know how to better impart truth, biblical truth, into their lives. Yeah. I'm reminded of, when you say that, I'm reminded of First Corinthians, I think it's 922, 
uh, where Paul says, I made all things, mm-hmm. uh, I made all things to all men that I might by all means save some. Yeah. And so it's just that concept of uh, what do I need to be, obviously within moral principles and right, things right. like that, but what do I need to be to help this person be ready to hear the gospel? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so I think that's absolutely right. And sometimes we need to listen. Yeah. Um, I had some too. I put, uh, I had to ask questions one. I also put, uh, this, there's a quote from Dale Carnegie. Again, he says, th- that's the guy who wrote yeah. How to Win Friends and Influence People. He says, sometimes people just want to speak so that they can unburden unburden themselves. True. Right? So a lot of times when we hear someone, if uh, if someone comes up to me and they seem upset and things like that, and they're just kind of venting, then I could have the... I could have a couple reactions. I could react and and kind of be upset, mm-hmm. like feel like they attacked me, yeah. or I could react and um, and immediately start giving advice. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Those types of things. I've actually yeah, that one's hard for me. I know. I have uh, one of my uh, SYA a good buddy. He says uh, he says Obi, right now I don't need your preaching hat on. Yeah, <laughs> like, All right. I need your listening hat <laughs> That's on. That's right. Yeah, I got absolutely. it. And so if, if people want, sometimes if they just need to be unburdened, mm-hmm. do you let them, right? Yeah. That, that's, again, a challenge to the audience. Do you let them? Yeah. Really, it's a call to be unselfish. Again, yeah, absolutely. That I just want to say my yeah. part, but uh, sometimes I just need to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes I just need to listen. That's good. Good um, word. And then I had another one. Uh, this is another quote from him. He says, remember that the person you are talking to is often... 100 times more interested in themselves than they are in the other person's problems. Very true. So as much as I care about you, like if you smash your thumb with a hammer or something, I'd be like, oh man, I'm sorry, can I get you something? Yeah. But if I smash my thumb with a hammer, that's a whole lot more personal to me. Right, yeah. <laughs> right? And so just remembering that when we're talking to people is that they care about themselves. Mm-hmm. Everyone everyone cares about themselves. Right. Um, and so when we think about listening and the importance of listening, do you hear other people? Yeah. Do we take the time to get to know them, to know what they care about, to to think about what I could ask them that they would like to talk about? Mm. It, and a lot of problems with conversation. If someone is a poor conversationalist, this is a great place to start, yeah. is being a better listener, mm-hmm. listening to people, caring about what they have to say. Well, anything else to add? I don't think that's anything else but other than thank you for having me on and appreciate this conversation. and. I hope I listened well. Uh, Hopefully I was a good listener. Hopefully you're listening well, too. Hopefully they are. (laughs) Um, I had one more, just a quote from Dale Carnegie. He says, if you want to know how to make people laugh behind your back and even shun you, here's the recipe. Never listen to anyone for long. Mm. Talk incessantly about yourself. If you have an idea while the other person is talking, don't wait for him or her to finish. Burst right in and interrupt in the middle of a sentence. But if you aspire to be a good conversationalist, be an attentive listener. That's good. So good words from him there. Uh, obviously, awesome words from James 119. Absolutely. Uh, so just want to thank everybody for watching or listening in. And uh, we'll be back next week with a new topic. And if you're in the O'Fallon, Illinois area, then we'd love for you to stop by and visit our church. We have two awesome services each Sunday. And we also have small groups that you could join. Some of those meet online. I know with COVID and things that people Mm -hmm. could be very hesitant to come back. So we have some online. We have some in person. um, And we have ministries for all walks of life. So you can find out more about our church at fbcofallon.org. And we will see you next time. Oh, 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 oh,